0: Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. I don't know if you've heard, but Associated Press, Reuters, the New York Times, using embedded so-called freelance journalists that were embedded with Hamas. Now the question becomes, did these outlets, these international news organizations, know beforehand that the Hamas attack on Israel was going to take place? These so-called embedded journalists were right there in the early morning hours of October 7th to go on into Israel with the Hamas warriors. Some are seen holding grenades. If the New York Times, the Associated Press, and Reuters knew about this beforehand and didn't warn the people of Israel, that to me is a moral failure beyond comprehension. But journalists will debate this, saying they have uh, no responsibility To humanity, all their responsibility is is to document the news. To me, that is absolutely bogus. We're going to get into an interview that Israeli I-24 News Network did between a journalist and a security analyst that got very heated. And I'm going to go through it. As a former real mainstream media journalist myself, I've got a master's in journalism and four Emmy Awards. I'll tell you my thoughts about why the mainstream media is wrong on this one. Uh, This says, Stinchfield starts... But first off, I want to thank Patriot Mobile, our our number one supplier, and, and of course, also Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to invest in precious metals, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. It is imperative that you put your money into precious metals because we see chaos all over the world, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. We are so proud of their main sponsorship They are the number one sponsor of this program, and we're so proud to have Midas Gold Group along for the ride with us. So with that, folks, let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, Grant Stinchfield here. You know the website, grantstinchfield.com. You get all the links to the podcast. Of course, watch the video here, Stinchfield's Army Gear. Um... Please check out Stinchfield, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. All right, we were talking about this news that comes out that so-called freelance journalists from inside Gaza were working for the Associated Press, Reuters, and the New York Times. How do we know this? The Associated Press actually gave them photo credit for many of the pictures that um, we had seen coming out of Israel really early on After the attack on October 7th. This brutal terrorist attack. My belief is. These so-called freelance journalists. Had a heads up about this attack. And the reason they had a heads up about this attack. Is because the reason why I know this. Is because. They. Were literally right there. At the very beginning hours of all of this. They were right there with Hamas. They're on the back of bicycles and motorcycles with Hamas. They're holding grenades to me in order to be a journalist embedded into Hamas. You have to be Hamas or at least at the very least sympathetic to Hamas. What a dereliction of journalism. If you're going to be sympathizing with terrorists, getting video of the slaughter and then sending it back to Western news outlets. And what about these Western news outlets? Associated Press, New York Times, Reuters. Well, they all deny that they had any advanced knowledge of this. They adamantly deny they had advanced knowledge of this. I can't tell you for sure that they did, but I can tell you this. In my opinion, they had to have known. When you go on assignment for a journalist, uh, as a journalist, especially as a freelancer, you have to get approval. So you've got to call up your assignment and say, hey, something big is happening. I'm going to go in with them. I want to make sure I'm going to get paid. Okay, they sign off on it. I believe that these outlets knew. And if they knew, they had a journalistic duty to inform Israel of what was coming. Israel is our greatest ally. Not our greatest ally in the Middle East. They are our number one greatest ally. You have a moral obligation if you know a massacre is coming. I don't care if you're a journalist or not a journalist. You don't side with terrorists. Now, these so-called freelance journalists that were in with Gaza, I almost... Don't even care that they didn't tell, because I believe they are just as good as the terrorists, okay? Or just as bad as the terrorists, I should say. When they embed themselves in with a terror organization like Hamas, you know they're sympathetic to them. So they believe, in my opinion, they believe in the cause of Hamas. Otherwise, one wouldn't be holding a grenade out as he's driving down the street. So I get why they didn't tell. But Israel needed to know, and and if the New York Times or the Associated Press could have cued them in on this, they should have done that. So I saw this interview on um, I-24 News. It's the Israeli news network, um, and it was a debate between a journalist and a security analyst, and it raises lots of questions, and I thought I'd go through it today, and uh, I'm going to play it right now, But uh, before I do that, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at PatriotMobile.com. PatriotMobile.com is where I want you to go to, uh, PatriotMobile.com. And here's why I want you to do it. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian wireless provider. I've got a Patriot Mobile phone. They do it right. Okay? They use all the big three networks. You get to choose what network you want to be on. So you get the service without the woke propaganda. All these big cell phone companies have gone totally woke. Let's face it. You get free activation if you use the promo code grant. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant. Customer service is 100% U.S.-based customer service. By using a Patriot Mobile phone like I have and my family has, uh, you're telling the world that you support free speech, religious liberty, the Second Amendment, right to life. Our veterans Cops, you name it, Patriot Mobile is supporting these kinds of causes and initiatives that helps move America forward in the direction that we want it to go. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. I urge you to check them out. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com. All right, so let's go through some of this interview on I-24 and we'll play some of it and see what you see, what you think. And then I will comment on what I think.
1: The Israeli security echelon were blindsided by this attack, yet somehow these camera people were there on the scene to capture everything on film. Break down your reaction.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have an acronym in Hebrew, uh, DALAP, uh, De'alo Popularit, unpopular opinion. And I'm about to give one. I mean, first of all, this is completely legitimate investigation report from Honest Reporting and kudos to them, that they put this out in the public domain and they put this issue out for all of us to debate and to look into. But at the end of the day, Benita, these were journalists doing their job. Their job is to document the news
0: and we don't know what they knew. And of course, that's a big part of the question. All right, hold on one second here, because he says these are journalists whose job is to document the news. I want you to look here at some of these pictures And one of them, they're on a golf cart. And on a golf cart, there are hostages on the golf cart. And this is the journalist riding with Hamas. Come on, give me a break. That is not reporting on the news when you're on a golf cart with hostages. That, to me, is anything but reporting on the news. These are not journalists. They're active PR people for Hamas.
2: That's the job of the Israeli
0: military, of the Israeli intelligence services. He's talking about stopping the attack as the job of Israeli military, not of these, these people that are supposed to inform us. But if you look at this picture here, if you're watching this uh, uh, live on Facebook or Rumble or Getter, where we broadcast live, this is pictures taken as they're going through the border fence into Israel. This is taken by one of the so-called journalists. How was he there that early? He had to have had prior knowledge.
2: And the Israeli government, that's their responsibility. Those are the people we should be going to and we have been going to to look for responsibility. Not the cameraman and the photojournalist in Gaza. Their job is to document
0: the news and that's what. This is it right here, this picture. That picture is one of the journalists apparently on a golf cart with a hostage. How are you a journalist and you're riding around with a terrorist with a hostage in a golf cart? you're not.
2: They were doing. That's what they were doing. And in fact, we want their documentation, right? As we start to see a kind of rerun of Holocaust denial about what happened on October 7th, we have pictures from Gazan photographers themselves of exactly what happened. So it actually is important as part of the historical record and the journalistic record in general.
0: See, this is one of the journalists in question. Uh, This guy is in front of an Israeli tank. He is right there with him. He's later seen holding a grenade on the back of a motorcycle. Um, I disagree with this journalist who is a correspondent for I-24 saying they were just doing their job. If they knew, they should have told Israel. But I get why they didn't tell Israel because they're sympathetic to Hamas, clearly. But if AP knew and if the New York Times knew and if Reuters knew, They had a responsibility to tell Israel about this attack that was coming. Don't tell me their job is just to report the news.
2: Now, that doesn't mean there aren't serious, serious problems with the journalism coming out of Gaza. But the problems are not about what is being reported. The problems are about what's not being reported. Right? Have we seen an investigative report out of Gaza in the last 16 years about how Hamas uses kindergartens as exits from tunnels? No. We had one Indian television reporter in a past round who filmed the firing of a rocket near civilian infrastructure and essentially was exiled from gaza the problem is now it is being documented but it is not being documented and either these journalists themselves have a personal opinion i think we saw from the body language of that reporter where his loyalties lie and of course that's high
0: so how do you defend him if his body language shows you where his loyalties lie that's not journalism that's propaganda that is state-run media. Really unethical, right? To be cherry-picking what you're reporting because of your own advocacy,
2: or people want to be documenting these things but are intimidated by Hamas,
0: and then the responsibility is on the editors and on the producers of these. See, I'm going to show you this picture. This media organization. That is one of the reporters being kissed by the leader of Hamas. Being kissed by the leader of Hamas. You're telling me you're not a journalist. When you're being kissed by the leader of Hamas, just as I do not claim to be a journalist when I go hang out at Mar-a-Lago and I go meet with President Trump and I have dinner with him and, and I want to do everything I can to get him back in the White House, that doesn't make me a journalist. It makes me a, a opinionator, yes, a flamethrower, a, a truth bomb dropper, but I am a conservative commentator. I'm not a journalist. A lot of people say, oh, great, you're such a great journalist. I'm not a journalist. I was back in the day, but I'm not now. Just as this guy is not a journalist either. This guy getting kissed.
2: For not telling and warning viewers that they cannot get objective journalism out of Gaza because the journalists are being intimidated by Hamas. Those are the problems, not this.
1: Oh, and there's a photograph of this photographer kissing the man who masterminded the attack, the man behind the plan that ultimately ended up in 1,400 people being killed. What is the onus? on the bosses at CNN, at AP at yeah, Reuters, etc. We're looking at the picture on our screen right now to look at this and say, well, what is his connection right now to the terror group? Look at this photograph on our screen right now.
2: I am not a fan of the genre of journalists being fanboys with leaders, right? We see journalists all over the world, and certainly here in Israel, who like to take pictures with leaders and put it on their the social media. media. I don't like oh, that. This
1: is a terrorist we leader need a uniform behind rule. the plan to needed- kill choose.
2: We need a uniform rule that journalists don't do this. But of course, it is the job of journalists, including photojournalists, to
0: get close to sources and to make connections. So do you hear what he just said? We need a uniform rule. Well, this shows you he's in Israel and not the United States. We don't have a uniform rule for how journalists should act. I mean, what happens if the government was to say, I'm a journalist when I just told you I'm not? Then do I have to act in a certain way and do a certain thing? This is nuts. You don't need a uniform rule. That's not freedom of the press. That's not free speech, but that's in Israel. That's how apparently he thinks that you need a law to dictate how journalists should act. No, it's working just fine. We're calling out these journalists for being bad actors. That's letting journalism work on its own, folks. And working on its own is a very, very good thing. Um, Let me show you my shirt here, by the way, folks. See how this says free? free speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom to think, freedom to do what I want, freedom to travel around the country. This free is making a statement. And we are free because of what? Our first responders, our military men and women who put their lives on the line to make sure that America stays free. Well, when you wear a shirt like this, you're making a statement. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant is where I want you to go, not only to get this shirt, but others like it. Where you make a statement, you say, I'm part of a team, I'm part of America, and this is where I want the country headed. This is what I want for America. And and you'd make a bold statement when you wear Defender gear. So this T-shirt, Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and again, always, uh, you got certain things on the on the shoulder here that basically says, America, freedom. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. On this sleeve, you get the American flag, okay, with a blue line. Because we're not free without cops, Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15 for 15% off. That's grant15 for 15% off. Um, all right, folks. Let's continue this interview with this guy. Do this. But,
2: of course, it is the job of journalists, including photojournalists, to get close to sources and to make connections. I don't like it as a genre, but we need a uniform rule, whether it's a chiasinoir, Adolf Hitler, Joe Biden, or for that matter, Mother Teresa, The journalists don't take pictures with sources, certainly not being hugged and kissed like that. I think there needs to be a uniform rule, but an also an understanding that it's the job of the journalist to get close to sources, including bad actors, including war criminals, including someone like Yechia Sinwar. That is their job. Their job is
0: not to work for the Israeli military or Israeli intelligence. But they did work for the, for the uh, Hamas terrorists. And this idea of a rule is so ridiculous to me. This idea of a rule that you're going to make a law that journalists can't take pictures with sources, that's absurd. Then what are you going to do? Hold a journalist accountable, throw him in jail if you take a picture with a source? Stop with all the laws. See, this is when you're not in America. This is when they don't understand that, that free markets work best. You can have wild journalists, okay, Let the free markets realize that while journalists are not what I want to watch, everybody turns them off. Or you have devious journalists and you have guys like me that call them out. But you don't need a government rule. Come on man. preventing attacks. That's the the job of our
2: army and of our intelligence services. And that's where we should be focusing our anger. Again, there are serious problems with the journalism coming out of Gaza that have not been properly explained to readers and viewers. But the problem is not what is being reported. The problem is what's not being reported. And that not being explained to viewers. You know, the journalists in Gaza are lionized as heroes. And in many cases, I'm sure that they are risking their lives in very, very hard circumstances. But there is another side to the coin that they're working under a terrorist regime that does not allow them to fully do their jobs also some of them may not want to fully do their jobs
0: they're willing participants in all of this he needs to understand that the journalists in question that were working with the new york times the associated press and reuters that are embedded with hamas are willing participants with hamas and therefore, I think cannot be called journalists.
2: And both of those elements need to be explained to viewers and to readers. But as they're going out and documenting what happened on October 7th, that's their job. And frankly, as far as getting close to Yahya Sinwar to try to get information from him, let's say, it's also part of their job. Although I, I hate the idea of taking pictures like that.
1: Certainly many questions that will be asked not only by news organizations, but also by the media at large and obviously watchdog organizations as well. Rafael, you're showing me. I'd like your input. on.
0: So this next guy you're about to hear from is an intelligence analyst type. And he takes more of a view that, that I take. Now, I do think there is a role when journalists are supposed to be simply observers. They are not supposed to insert themselves into the stories. But we are also human. We also have to protect humanity. And this guy is going to say something that that I agree with. Just because you're a journalist doesn't mean that you take yourself out from living up to moral standards or protecting humanity in general it doesn't give you an excuse to just check out
1: exactly what we're discussing right now israeli intelligence had no idea about what was happening but there are photographers there people who are hugging and kissing yachya sinwar who were in the loop how does that feel what is your sense of this
3: well it adds to the problem we had in intelligence we really didn't read them up Uh, Whereas not only Journalists I think quite a few people In the Gaza Strip uh, felt And knew what was going to happen Something was cooking, it was obvious We had uh, observer Soldiers, uh, mostly girls Of the IDF uh, On uh, Outlook posts and that they could See things happening So there is something here that has to be checked uh, After the war for sure Something is wrong Uh, I believe that these journalists That work uh, in uh, the Gaza Strip are all uh, Hamas because you cannot work as a journalist in the Gaza Strip if you're not accredited by the Hamas. Uh, whatever you're going to do against them, uh, you will be uh, ousted out of uh, Gaza. So, and that's why most uh, agencies use local journalists, Gazans, who are, uh, of course, uh, in very good terms with the Hamas and the accomplices of the Hamas.
0: All right, this is important. So, what he's saying is. The news outlets use these embedded journalists in Gaza because they're the only ways you can get information out of Gaza. But he also says they are Hamas. They're accredited journalists from Hamas, which doesn't make them journalists at all. It makes them propagandists of state-run media. So I understand that the New York Times, the Associated Press, Reuters, any other network— would have to hire these people to document things inside Gaza. I get that. But the moment these news organizations know that there is an attack eminent on innocent civilians, especially babies, uh, wives, daughters, children that are going to be raped and then ultimately killed and dragged through the streets, that's when, as humanity, you have a duty to inform. But that didn't happen here.
3: Uh, I am not sure that uh, journalists should be immune, I don't see a wide ground, from having a conscience and uh, moral principles such as saving human lives, and if you have an information that might prevent a catastrophe, I don't think the, uh, your profession comes first. I think, Where do you draw the line? Uh, uh, I draw a line in the moral uh, standard of any profession. Uh, I don't think journalism is uh, that important that it should be above any moral standards. And uh, if I have, if I'm a doctor, a professor, uh, a, a garage uh, or a salesman of cars, I don't know. It doesn't matter what profession you're doing. There is a red line uh, and the journalists are not above it. They are just as any other person uh, under that red line. Uh, after that, if they do not prevent or give information as to something that is going to happen and people, children are going to be killed. Uh, I think that is a there's a problem.
0: It's a huge problem. And I asked myself, I'm an American first. And I remember when I was in journalism school, going back to Quinnipiac University, I was there during 9-11. I was in school. Now I was uh, at ground zero working for WNBC, but I was in school time going to nights to get my master's degree. What a waste of time that was. Uh, But I did, I got it. And after the attacks of 9-11, many journalists started wearing American flags on their lapels. And there was a debate over should American journalists wear American flag lapel pins. And large majority of the journalists that were training at Quinnipiac University and the professor said, no, they shouldn't. And I said, what do you mean they shouldn't? We are American journalists. We are Americans first. It doesn't mean because we're unbiased reporters of the news that somehow our duty as Americans, our love for America, our our sympathy towards America and the people that died there doesn't exist because we're journalists clearly it's not being unbiased to not take a stand against terrorists you can still be unbiased and say you know what they did on 9-11 is wrong and you can report it in an unbiased fashion but still call it out as terror because that's the truth and i think oftentimes in media reporters forget that the truth when it's the news there's not two sides to the truth. The truth is the truth. And it may hurt, but when uh, Ilhan Omar says some things happened to some people on 9-11, it's not two sides. Oh, well, she said, no, that's wrong because 9-11 was wrong and that's the truth. Reporters can't seem to figure that out. So what this guy's saying is, hey, there's a red line, whether you're a journalist, whether you're a mechanic, if you're going to save humanity— and you have an opportunity to save humanity, you ought to take that opportunity. And I would say this, if you're a news photographer, and I think he brings up this example, if you're a news photographer on the street and you see a mugging about to take place and say you're armed, do you not intervene and save the life from the robber or a rapist who tackles some woman on the street? Do you stand there with your camera and just keep filming because you're documenting the news of this rape occurring? Or do you put your camera down and pull the person off of the woman? Of course you pull the woman off. At some point, your duty as a journalist stops and your duty as a human being begins. But too many reporters don't understand this, including this clown that's talking to the security analysts here.
3: Big, big problem. Uh, I do not agree at all with the immunity. I don't see like when the people said there were this that killed and journalists. So what? Journalists were killed too. They're there to do their job. We had a Palestinian journalist uh, who was killed in in the West Bank. This created a huge uh, international uh, uh, scandal. Uh, Why? And the kid is not important. No, there is no immunity for journalists. They're there. They're taking their chances. It's a dangerous job, especially war reporters on the ground. But one thing is for sure. They cannot... Uh, uh, they cannot in any way uh, let something happen that they could prevent if they would get the info. Check it's not possible.
0: I agree with him. I absolutely do now. And this is not war time. All right. They may say it's now a war. This was a terrorist attack. It's, it's, it's not. Um, uh, well, look, I would even say this if I was in battle and documenting as a journalist American soldiers fighting against the Chinese, say someplace, and I got information from a source that the Chinese were going to attack, you better believe I'm letting American soldiers know. By the way, you're embedded with them. Their job is to take care of you, okay? You're going to tell me that they're going to give up their lives to protect you when you're embedded with American soldiers on the battlefield? You're not going to inform Americans if you got information about a potential attack? You're sick if you're a journalist and don't believe you should do that. All right. um, I do want to tell you, we're going to get back to this interview here in just a little bit. But I want to tell you um, about a new movie that's out, which is absolutely fabulous. In case you haven't noticed, we're like literally living in a police state right now. Uh, The war on conservatives is very real. Well, Dinesh D'Souza has a new movie out called Police State and exposes the government's relentless persecution of all of us. Uh, America, as we know it, is becoming a police state. I see it on a daily basis. The FBI is no longer investigating what it should and, and spending all of its resources on going after January 6ers. It's ridiculous. This totalitarian agenda that's treating conservative Americans like criminals. And so I want you to go see this movie, OK? Here's what the left is doing. They're targeting political opponents. They're using mass surveillance, censorship, indoctrinating our children, threatening our families with military style raids on homes. Not to mention what they're doing to President Trump and anyone who is around him or supports him. So, again, police state sounds the alarm. Here's the website, policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. You have to see this movie. You can stream it now or you can buy it. Here is the website, policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. How do we get here? How do we turn the tide of this tyrannical government's agenda? Well, you go watch police state film, and you do it at policestatefilm.net. All right, so they continued their conversation. This journalist correspondent for I-24, Israeli's uh, network news wanted to respond, and I think he's out of line.
2: Look, Rafael, there are Israeli defense correspondents who presumably know in advance about military activity by the IDF in Gaza. I am not comparing the Israeli military to Hamas, I am not comparing the Israeli military activity since October 7th to what happened on October 7th in no way. But those reporters know, okay, that through the course of the military activity, civilians are going to be killed, tragically. Do they have an obligation to tell civilians? in those no, parts of Gaza? I, I mean, where do we draw the line? Again, journalists are part of a structure and part of a system and they everybody, play a very,
3: very important role that in, in presenting reality. No, this, this has nothing to do. Everybody knows that in a war there's going to be casualties. That's but they gonna, don't know when and they don't know
0: have where. To those, be those journalists, journalists do. do. You don't they have, do. have to be they a know. journalist
3: for that. Everybody knows that. But the
2: journalists have unique information because of when and where
3: it's going to happen and
2: they I'm don't share it.
3: No, but you are making. And they're right not to share it. No, but the Israeli journalists you're speaking about cannot avoid the war and the catastrophe but uh, these gazan journalists knowing in advance this uh, ferocious plan could have warned i think there is here a moral principle as a human being it doesn't matter at the end uh, you're a journalist okay but you're also a human being at some point you have maybe the possibility to avoid such a catastrophe
0: I think it also has a lot to do with what side you're working on. And you have to draw this distinction between the so-called journalists embedded with Hamas that aren't journalists at all. They're Hamas warriors. Of course, they're not going to inform the Israelis. They sympathize with Hamas. It's the New York Times. It's the Associated Press. It's the AP that had a duty. If they had any indication, they all vow they didn't have any indication. But if they did, they needed to inform Israel about this. And so I think it has to do with what side you're on. No, an Israeli defense uh correspondent shouldn't be informing people in Gaza. But one, it's not a, an offensive attack on Gaza, it's a defensive attack that was sparked by terrorists. And so you don't want to put Israelis in danger either about their attack going in. Very different. When you're rooting out terrorists than it is from a moral standard of terrorists going into this country. So I say you fall back on morals. What is morally right? In war, there will be civilian casualties. That doesn't mean you put the military that is causing some of those civilian casualties in danger. That is part of war, especially when you know from a moral perspective, the people that started the war Our terrorists, they're the ones that brought this rain down on the people in Hamas, not the Israeli defense forces.
3: Uh, then, then you you have to intervene as a human being. Then you're a journalist as well. But uh, these Israeli journalists you talk about—they they—they cannot do anything. There is a war going on. We're not going to be casual. They, they, they know. They
2: know the that in such and such they know that in such and such a morning. I'm, I'm positing a hypothetical. I don't know if this is actually true. I'm not a defense correspondent myself. But let's say that journalists know. it's a realistic hypothetical. They know that in such and such a morning there is going to be the Israeli military is going to start acting in a certain part of the Gaza Strip, and as part of that activity, civilians are going to be in more danger. Do they have a responsibility to go on Twitter and say, tomorrow no. morning the Israeli military is going to be Absolutely. doing X, Y, and Z? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. I'll tell
3: you why. Absolutely, yes, if the action of the IDF is immoral. If the IDF is going to And the journalist
2: strike. is supposed to be in the position of making yes, those yes, decisions? Yes, yes,
3: If the IDF is going to kill children when he uh, could avoid killing children, the journalist has to say there so. There are
0: plenty of foreign if- So it is, it gets down to the idea of morals. It gets down to the idea of what is right and wrong to a reasonable person. And if the morals tell you this is wrong, then you have an obligation, okay? And I think that's what they are battling out here. And this goes on and on and on, but I think you get the gist of the debate, and I think you get from the reporter the journalist who wants rules about whether or not reporters should be able to take pictures with people or not, which goes against the whole idea of a free press. Um, and you get the security guy who literally, to me, has more common sense than the correspondent does. So uh, all of it, not not a, not a good thing. Um, all right, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855 322 Gold. Before I tell you about them, I, I also coming up is um, Pierce Morgan did an unbelievable interview with, uh, um, uh, with a uh, correspondent that finally tells the truth. And on Wednesday, we're going to talk about that on this podcast and uh, finally telling the truth. So I'm teasing you about that. Uh, But anyway, folks, MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com. That's the website I want you to go to uh, because of the chaos we're seeing, the uncertainty we're seeing, tyrannical government. Overreach. They want to track your dollar. They want to track how you spend it. They want to do away with the dollar. The war on currency is well underway. They want a digital currency. Gold can protect your finances. Gold provides you with privacy, provides you with safety and security. MidasGoldGroup.com can help you. 855 322 Gold. 855 322 Gold. Please pay Midas Gold Group a visit. I promise you, you will not be disappointed uh, by using. Midas Gold Group. All right, just a little bit more of this argument, and then um, uh, here. People so feel that way, by the way, and are going to go out and, and now take your ball and run with it. Christian there are. There are plenty above. of
2: correspondents, in, including potentially in the far left here in Israel, who agree with you, and will start doing that. And are going to, to start to, to use, and that's the problem. We Where have, do we draw the line here? Israeli and how do journalists play their role in you presenting, and explaining the more. full scope no, of reality? I tell you
3: even more than that, it's the duty, as in in the IDF, there are standards. Of uh, rules of engagement It is the duty of any soldier Or any officer of the IDF To uh, speak out If he sees that the IDF is going to do Something uh, immoral We have the right to do so, we have the duty To do so, so a journalist as well uh, We cannot do An action that's not moral Uh, So I'm not speaking of a a journalist In Gaza uh, warning uh, The IDF about some military action I'm speaking of a journalist in Gaza Knowing that children are going to be killed women are going to be raped he has a moral duty to tell the the the, this not as an info not to keep it for a photo shoot uh, because he's going to inform so
0: think about what america's media wants always this is why i blame the Associated press reuters and the new york times the american media wants to be first they'll put all sense of morals and journalistic ethics in order to be first, to have an exclusive, to say video you'll only see here on CNN, video you'll, the interview you'll only see here on MSNBC, a a New York Times exclusive. This is what they live for. So they pay for that exclusive, even if it means, in my opinion, women and children are going to be killed and raped. So Israeli defense forces clearly aren't going into Gaza and and killing women and children. In fact, seeking out women and children. That's what these terrorists of Hamas did. They sought out women and children. That's immoral. That's horrific. That's war criminals. Those are the people that need to be rooted out. And I'm rooting for Israel to do just that. But again, folks, no more money for Israel from the United States. I'll give them military equipment. I will give them... Uh, use use of our F-35s and our fighter pilots to go take out uh, precision strikes inside Gaza, maybe inside Iran too, but no more money. We're not writing checks for billions of dollars. It's just as impossible now. We don't have the money and we need to be clear on that as we move forward. Um, all right, real quick, folks. Don't forget uh, Mike Lindell over mypillow.com forward slash grant mypillow.com forward slash grant promo code grant. Um Great deals. We got Christmas coming up. I can't believe Thanksgiving is almost here. But Christmas coming up, get your get your gifts now. Mypillow.com forward slash Grant. Use promo code Grant. And uh, then, of course, go to Grantstinchfield.com. Grantstinchfield.com, Stinchfield 1776 on all the social media platforms. Please, if you're watching this live, I thank you. Like the video, share the video, tell everyone you know about where you're finding me. Get her, Facebook, uh, Rumble. And then, of course, anywhere you can find your podcast as well, GrantStinchfield.com. That's going to do it for us, folks. Stinchfield's Army Rolls, thanks to all of you. We'll see you here uh, tomorrow and then again on the Real America's Voice show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks for watching, everybody.